E beats drop it. I am a black man, brown skin and Afro-American. Don't have no hate for another man. Because I'm walking in love. I said I am a black man, brown skin and Afro-American. Don't have no hate for another man. Because I'm walking in love. This is what you're not gonna hear on the news about loving one another, my dear. When the racial division is so heavy this year, cause of evil intentions of the heart so clear, like, where is the love in this reality? People want Jesus but lusting for brutality, battling flesh but not the principalities or the legalities, worldly mentalities. How can you say this? You're a black man. You should rep the culture and push for our demands. We've been beaten over and over. It won't stop, man. Fighting is the only solution. Join us. And yes, I agree with you. I am a black man, but I'm repping Jesus and pushing for the Lord's plan. His way is always the way. So I will stand with the one who said that love's the greatest command. I am a black man, brown skin, and Afro-American. We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What a world, Hoodie is back. Little beard action growing back. It's coming back with a vengeance. Um, back with a vengeance, not back with a vengeance. Back with another episode of Can We Talk Jesus? So glad to be back. So glad that I'm, if, if you only knew, glad to be back in this position to come and just speak whatever the Lord wants me to speak. This is season five, episode eight, and we are live streaming Facebook and YouTube. And lastly, I ask that you share this message because you never know who needs it. You may need it. You may need it two days from now. You may need it two weeks from now, years from now. I don't know. Only God knows. So make sure you share this message whenever you hear or see um, that's for Anchor, that's for YouTube, that's for Facebook, however God uses this message. That's what I intend to do. Just be obedient and continue to serve. Um, I want to go right into the song for this evening. I know it's late. If I said afternoon earlier, I'm sorry. I guess I'm just tired. I don't think I did. But um, yeah, the song for this evening, it's a new song that I haven't played. Uh, I just found out about it recently, and of course, you know her, you've heard of her. Her name is Mel, and um, she has a new track out called YOLO. Of course, you only live once, um, but it's under the meaning of living once for the Lord. And so she um, has a feature by James the Barber, and I just want to play that once my internet connection wants to get right in Jesus name. Yeah, go away. Little Wi-Fi antenna. Okay, so now I'm going to play it. So yeah, so it'll start out correctly. But this is Mel with YOLO featuring James the Barber right here on Can We Talk Jesus? Hoodie out.
a blessing to be right here When you could have been six feet deep or in a cup Thank God cause his love is amazing Treasure the part that he made me I'm glad that he saved me Up in this water he laid me Bubbles of love when I'm bathing Life is amazing I can't go back Was down, flow man But now, I'm up It's the big fat Was lost like I couldn't find my key Now I'm found and I'm chasing my dream Jesus Christ was the only way to go I'm about to the time for me to go Yellow, oh So that was YOLO featuring, well, Mel featuring James the Barber titled YOLO on one of her new songs, You Only Live Once for the Lord. And I appreciate her releasing, putting out new music. Um, definitely had, couldn't wait till it came out and um, wanted to play it for you guys. There's some other new music too that I have on my mind as well that I've been sent um, and I'm going to put out soon. But for today, that was for her and Brother James the Barber. And also, I always put out there, if you want your music to be played on Can We Talk Jesus, you can email me at ebeatspro at gmail.com. That's ebeatspro at gmail.com. Yes, my ears itchy. ebeatspro at gmail.com. But yeah. Um. So now I want to go. <laughs> I'm reading my brother Bo's comments. Yeah, you missed it in the beginning where I was like, yes. The beard, man, I just been lazy with trying to trim it and you know what's going on. I'm not saying it out loud. People know social media won't. But um, yeah, man. So I just said might as well before I go back to my job today and just trim it and line it up. But yes, my um the beard is coming back with a fiercenessness. All right. So moving forward, we're gonna pray and um go into the message so lord god i just thank you this evening for another episode i thank you for the message that you've given me the scripture you sent for me to um guided me to talk about this evening lord i pray that something will be said that'll be helpful to the body to whomever listens lord god however you want to utilize me use me for this episode do so as you always do lord god I pray in Jesus' name that you continue to strengthen me, that you continue to comfort me in your strength and your will. Lord God, help me to um, do what you called me to do and just to be obedient and teach and speak whatever you want me to say. Lord God, hear my prayer, Lord. I ask that in Jesus' name you forgive us of our sins, known and unknown, conscious and unconscious, and forgive those who sin against us. Father God, continue to love on us and help us to love on others, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, yeah, man. Um, I mean, it's okay. The uh, scripture that I'm gonna go to will be from Philemon. <laughs> I need to start looking at my comment. But like, man, look at it. Look at this man right here. He needs this Earl with the beard. <laughs> hey, man. Let me tell you something. I've been fighting. Okay, I ain't been fighting. I've been contemplating my beard grows so quickly in a day in a week's time not a day's time ooh, a week's time that i was like man i just don't feel like trimming it so i went to my job on uh, monday and it was all crossed out crossed up whatever you want to talk call it so i was like let me get the um trimmers and line it up a little bit because i line up my own hair so i was like all right appreciate you mel you played it. You can just go back on the playback and play it. But um, yeah, shout out to you for your um new track. Yolo did play it. So um, shout out to you and James the Barber for that. 
continue to do um, more great music for the kingdom of God, all right? But yeah, man, so Bo, I was just like, let me just line this up. And I was like, oh, I kind of missed it. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes, how long it lasts and how big it's going to get. So anyway, but yeah, the uh, scripture is going to come from Philemon chapter 1, verses 4 through 6, coming from the easy to read version. And I'm going to go ahead and share my screen. Bow. Easy to read version. Bow. I had to make up for last time. I was like, yeah, I already got it saved. And I was like, man, this ain't even the right version. Let's ignore the Goya um, delicious dairy side because um, I just ate. I hope you did too. <laughs> but if you didn't, you better get fed with this word. Amen. All right. So <laughs> Philemon chapter, um, well, there's only one chapter, verses 4 through 16. And I will read as such. It says, I remember you in my prayers, and I always thank my God for you. I thank God because I hear about the love you have for all of God's people, holy people, and the faith you have in the Lord Jesus. I pray that the faith you share will make you understand every blessing we have in Christ. My brother, you have shown love to God's people, and you have helped and your help has greatly encouraged them. What a great joy and encouragement that has been to me. This is Paul talking, by the way. It says here in verse eight, it says, there is something that you should do. And because of the authority I have in Christ, I feel free to command you to do it. But I am, but I am not commanding you. I am asking you to do it out of love. I, Paul, see, he told you. I, Paul, am an old man now and I am a prisoner for Christ Jesus. I am asking for my son Onesimus. He became my son while I was in prison. In the past, he was useless to you, but now he has become useful for both you and me. I am sending you back, sending him back to you, but it's as hard as losing part of myself. I would like to keep him here to help me while I am still in prison for telling the good news. By helping me here, he would be representing you. But I did not want to do anything without asking you first. Then whatever you do for me will be what you want to do, not what I force you to do. Um, verse 15 says, Onesimus was separated from you for a short time. Maybe that happened so that you could have him back forever. Not just to be a slave, but better than a slave, to be a dear brother. That's what he is to me. And I know he will eat, he will mean even more to you, both as your slave and as one who shares your faith in the Lord. So that was Philippian, Philippian, Philemon chapter one, verses four through 16. Now, the topic of this evening is show love. And I, when, I, when the Lord led me to that topic, I thought of uh, 1K few. Because I, I got his song on my playlist, Show Love. Show Love, Show Love, Show Love. I like that song. So I play it a lot in the car, um, along with a whole other songs I like to play. But anyway, I was like, God, I don't know. You can go so many ways with this topic. And so I just pray that, you know, he continues to move me in whatever topic and way he wants me to do so. But um, Filet me young. I'm, I'm gonna stay out of comment, bro. You, 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 you want one today. <laughs> you want one today. But yeah, so the topic is show love. And I gave you scripture. Man, so I didn't have nothing written. I just let the Lord use me like normal, like we usually do. And when I started thinking about show love and from the scripture from Onesimus and what Paul was asking Philemon to do was to bring him back. You know, I talked more into this text back in the beginning of this year because of the word that the Lord led me to for the, the this year in general, like overall what to expect. And Philemon was one of the main texts that he guided me to like a lot. This time he led me back to the focus of showing love. And what I, the first thing that came to my mind is just What's been going on that's been going on for a while, but it's been going on a lot is there are there is a lot of disobedience. There's a lot 
of selfishness. There is a lot of things that people want to do for themselves out of order with God, doing it for their own pride and just doing it their own way. I can go biblically. I can go in the world today. You know, there's so like I talk about crime so much, whether it be you church, whether it be this this podcast. And I just talk about so much of people just being selfish and or offended. Gun crime is just going up in this city alone. I talk about it so much because it's like every week It's literally every week. And then you see it everywhere because people are so caught up with self and doing things their own way. And, you know, as a driver instructor, I see teens every month and, you know, how they operate and how they think. And, you know, these are teenagers. I'm 31. I was like, I'm have they, they're like half my age. And it's just everywhere in, in a whole bunch of areas where people want to do their own thing. And getting to the focus of us as Christians, as Christ believers, God's people. We cannot be the one to, and let me get my word ready, judge them in the way that God is not asking us to judge. God asks us to judge righteously, but there's other ways that people judge when it comes to um, how people are. You know, what am I trying to say is that when we see things that are out of order, Yes, we have a right to call it out. Yes, we have a right to go to that brother, go to that sister, tell them what needs to be said. At the end of the day, we cannot be the one to push them away, push them out of in the direction that God may be ordering them to go or allowing them to go, more so ordering. Um, I've in the past year this year and last i've seen a lot in my own church just a lot of waywardness backsliding a lot of pride a lot of selfishness a lot of doing things the way they want to do and so you can ask my wife i've been frustrated about how certain things have been dealt with done said handled at the end of the day when it all comes down to it, we should continue to show love and just do whatever God has called us to do. When it comes to people going wayward, following said false prophet, following whomever it is, we must continue to show love to them. Because just like it said in scripture here, Onesimus was a slave, current, well, initially just a slave to Philemon. And, you know, people, uh, a friend of mine sent me a text about a couple of years ago. He's like, do you see slavery in the text? Slavery is in the text. I'm like, at that time, I didn't do, do, dwell more into scripture to understand that, you know, slavery in, in certain times were before those who were in debt. And the only way they can get out of their debt is to be the slave to that person or to that family. And so there were hard times. It was the only way they can pay their way. And then you have the slavery of Egypt working and being captured, and but that's a whole different one. But we're talking about Onesimus and, and, and Philemon. And Paul is asking that he takes uh, Onesimus back, asking him to come back into the family, but not as a slave, but bigger than that, a brother, a brother in Christ. And so... When God led me to the scripture, I'm like, oh, no, here we go with Philemon again. What could possibly, because you've been guiding me so much in the scripture in the past year and whatnot. It's like, what could possibly, but that 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 was like, that, that wasn't even a question. And I was like, of course, you're going to pull something out, Lord. I'm not even going to argue with that. What is it going to be? So, but I think the main thing is the main thing. Show love to those who've done you wrong. Show love even in those who have gone waywards, supporting other people who have been wayward and following in their ways. Because we may see it, we may understand it, we've probably seen way more because God showed us, but at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, we must continue to show love to those people. We must continue to pray for those people. We must continue to be in position for those people.
I think about family members. I think about friends. I think about even artists I know. I think about them. And you, you would, I can't even say what you would do if you knew certain things that people would do that it just doesn't line up with scripture. And it's just like, well, God, I could go and, and, and warn them and, and tell them all, or not tell them all, but tell them and, and warn them about what's going on. At the end of the day, it's their decision to make. Are they going to listen to me? Are they going to listen? No, I'm sorry. Are they going to listen to God in me? Or are they going to do what they want to do? And at the end of the day, it's their choice. You know, and that's a funny topic at this time. We're talking about choice. My body, my choice has been the same topic for the last two years, but I don't want to go into that no more, at least not right now. It's been the topic, but people want to hear one side and go to the other side. But anyway, but talking about that, and uh, it is your choice. God gave us a choice to accept his son, Jesus, died on the cross for our sins. He's giving us a choice to accept salvation or not. We have a choice. So when I think about that, when I've been given that message about that choice of salvation, when it came to the pandemic and whatnot, it even, it even connects to now. It always connects because God is love. And what God allows is for us to choose. Do we serve him or do we serve money or mammon? I was just in the scripture yesterday about that. And um, the same thing applies. We still have a choice. While we are still on this earth to decide, do we follow God or do we follow the devil? Do we worship the Lord or do we set up idols outside of God? You know, and what really struck me and, and got him in the scripture for this, this topic tonight is that thinking about people that I know that I've heard about or seeing and whether it be a YouTube video, whether it be from personal, I've heard about what other people are doing. And, and, and I can either go one or two ways. I can either be very upset with them for said people doing what they do or continue to pray for them. Continue to be open because you don't, you never know, or you don't know how God is going to utilize you to where the point where they come back and want to talk to you. They come back and ask for your guidance, your help. So the way I do things when it comes to this certain topic is that, yeah, I know people do certain things, go certain ways, you know, but I don't want to be involved in it. I don't want to be around it if I know it's wrong. I don't want to be a part of it. I, I, I don't, I, I keep my distance from it. Like literally, I don't want your mess in my in in, in, in what I got going on. That because I don't want to I don't want to be gravitated to pull down to it. I don't want to be in that position. I want to be wherever God wants me to be. So saying that, if God allows that person or group of people whomever to come to me and talk, then I'm gonna be open to talk because I know that is Lord opening that time for me to talk. It could be my friends. It could be church members. It could be whomever. It could be the kids on my job, whomever. Who am I to block whatever God is trying to show to them through me? Who are you to try to block what God is trying to show them through you? You must continue to let God use you as it always should be, because God is in control of everything that's going on in this world today. People get upset. And I always go back to this topic. Well, we need to do this. We need to have this meeting. We need to do, we need to pray. Yes, we need to pray. And then let God establish our steps on what we need to do when it comes to gun violence. What we need to do when it comes to polit political situations. What we need to do when it comes to homosexuality. What we need to do when it comes to the falling away. Scripture says falling away is gonna happen before Christ's return. So what we need to do is just continue to follow the ways that God wants us to follow when it comes to showing love. Love one your neighbor as you love yourself. This is the second greatest command. Under you should love your God with all your heart, strength, mind, soul. I always add that stuff. Everything about you. And then love thy neighbor as thyself. 
you must do those things. That is what's commanded of us to do. So when it comes back to, I don't know why I'm kidding stuff. When it comes back to the main, the, the, the core of it is whatever's going on with certain people, we must show love. Yeah, I heard about so-and-so. Yeah, we heard about what they're doing. At the end of the day, are you going to continue to show love to them? I just had a, a, a I had an example for myself yesterday. Person called. I didn't want to answer because of said person and their ways. And my assumptions initially was like, well, I already know what they're going to say or what they're going to do. Now, that's wrong for me to do because I'm already judging the people for their actions or what they're going to do. And my wife is like, well, you need to call them back. I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> I'm going to text them because I'm pretty sure I know where this is going. And I still made the right decision to text because it just went in a way. And then I was like, eh, I didn't need to answer this call because it is a long story. But at the end of the day, I responded. You know, I, I, I. I, I, I guess I was wrong. I say I was wrong for not answering immediately, but I was discerning. It's like, would I, should I even answer this? Because this person never calls unless they want something. So that's another sign. So I was like, nah. And then when I text, I was like, yep, I shouldn't answer it. I, I don't need to answer it because I knew what it was. So, but at the end of the day, I show love by responding. I could have been like, I'm not responding to any of your call, text, whatever, because of the history of said person. But at the end of the day, I go, even when my wife said it, I was like, continue to show love. Respond. You don't know. That's what she's saying. You don't know what they're asking for. And I was like, you're right. I don't know. But I have a, I can respond. I can respond in a loving way. I can respond in a mean way. I don't want to respond in a mean way. I have no energy for it. There's no purpose for it. So I just didn't want to deal with it. But you know, since it came my way, I had to deal with it, but I dealt with it in love. So there will be people that will come and annoy you. There have been people today that have come and annoyed you. They have, it may be from your job, maybe from certain calls. It may be from family members. It may be a certain text, certain call, church members, whatever. At the end of the day, God wants us to love on them and you can love as a simple as a okay, I'm not saying you're agreeing with what you what they want you to do. If you don't want to do it, you just say okay. Or one thing my wife always say, she'll say, Well, you can say, I'll consider, I'm considering what you're saying. That don't mean I have to accept it. I'm just considering <laughs> considering what you're saying, but I'm not giving you the um fullness of what you want because I don't think I should go that way. But I'm not telling you all this, I'm just saying I'm considering it. Let me pray about it. I don't know. You know, you don't have to go full in with the asking of whatever said person and you don't want to do it. Or you can just flat out tell them, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to do. I'm not I'm not down for it. But you must present it in a loving way. See, that's the tough part right there. We <laughs> we can be so frustrated by said person or said group of people. That we would just like let put our feelings on our sleeve and just say nope, I not a uh uh and 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 insert line here. We don't we don't want to be nice because we've been hurt. Uh oh, now we're going somewhere different, guy. We've been hurt by these sad people, and so we want them to. We it's not even that we want them to hurt too. It's just yeah, I guess you can say that you want them to feel exactly how you felt because or you just don't want to deal with them. You know, it's one of the things I've dealt with in the past two years during this pandemic Um, and dealing with people I've dealt with before the pandemic. It was like, man, I don't want to. This is this is not right. This is out of order. And I don't want to be involved. And I still feel this way about sad people when it comes to certain things. At the end of the day, I must handle it in love. I've, I've calmed down a little bit. You know, because I would get so frustrated and shaken by it. You know, uh, I've had my wife would tell me to calm down, and I had to pray to God. I said, "Lord, calm me down, give me peace," because this situation. At the end of the day, I have a choice if I can go with it or not. I, I don't want this 
or these these decisions or this person or whatever to rule me. You don't want the devil to rule you on your emotions. You don't want the devil to take control. Scripture say you don't want to go to sleep with your anger. So I don't want to go to sleep mad. I want to be able to do exactly what what's right. And so anytime these situations come that stir my spirit, I say, God, give me peace. Now, does it come quick? Not all the time. <laughs> it's God, give me peace. Help me to talk, discuss whatever it is that needs to be talked about in a loving way so that I will understand and so that the problem will be handled. But you got to do it in a way of love. At the end of the day, you want this situation to be dealt with, right? So it's got to be dealt with in love. It's got to be dealt with, and with the love of God who will give us the love to handle it the right way. And so going back to uh, the text, Philemon had, was separated from, I mean, not Philemon. Yeah, well, Philemon was separated from Onesimus. But then he says in the text that I am allowing you to bring him back, um, Philemon, back into your household as a brother. He was once separated. He once was not good to you, but now he's useful to you. And so God sent me this text multiple times. And I think about the timings, the times of separation, the times of uh, reunification, however you want to do it. And so since he got me to this part now, and I just think about people in your life, people that God has separated you from. And it could have been from situations that you had no control over, situations where you just like, man, this sucks. I, I don't know why I got so bright. It's the weight of the camera. Anyway, see, look at that. It's like, I, I didn't want this to happen, but the Lord separated you because of whatever happened that that person was doing that you don't know, what they could have been doing behind your back that you didn't know about or hear about that could have been detrimental to your life. And so what God does, he removes the person from your situation because God knows all. He sees all, and what he's doing is protecting you from what that person was trying to do. See, now we're just going, we're going a different direction, God. I keep on, keep on going. There could have been on the other side of that door where that person you're trying to connect to, God was, God sees the knife behind their back. God sees the explosion, the bomb in their hand. And once you open the door, boom, all chaos broke in your face, blew up in your face, and you wasn't ready to handle it. You didn't know what was coming. And so God allowed that to disengage, deflect, whatever, and you didn't even see it happening or coming at all. He caused that situation to be handled in a way that he thought was best. And so going back to Philemon, now, Paul is saying Onesimus was once useless to you, is now useful to you. Maybe the time of separation that God allowed for you and this person or this group of people is so that not just for you, but for them to get right. You've been getting right in your ways that God has you as he's been doing for a good minute. At the same time, simultaneously, he's been doing the same thing for the other person or waiting for them to get right to say, you know what? I was wrong. What I planned, I understand God did this so that I could not hurt them. I didn't want to hurt them, but I was so angry. See, God can be doing, is is doing the same thing on both sides, getting you right and getting that person right. It could be girlfriend, it could be friend, it could be family member, getting you right. So God had to separate. And that's one of the main things he was showing me about this pandemic. People were being separated to get right with him, to focus on him. This is what I was saying back in 2020, is that this is the time in the lockdown where we need to focus on the Lord. There's a lot of things we can't do, but we just need to focus on God while we're in this protective covering called a home. And 
being able to spend time with God that you couldn't do because you were so busy. Now that the world, the world's open back up again, some people missed it. And going back to the same old thing, back in uh, what I say it was autopilot, back in autopilot, doing the same old thing, miss God completely. That's what the reset was, and in, in the prophetic word I gave, that's the reset. They missed it, and so they got to go back, and they probably missed in twenty twenty one. So they got to go back. It's the same repetitive thing. So God allowed the separation between you and said people or whatnot, so they can get right, you can get right. And so at the right time, when you meet back together and God allows you to be, meet back together, then something different, there'll be a different outcome. Yeah, you speaking tonight. I don't even know why, what it's about. I mean, I know why. But it's a totally different outcome because you allow God to work out in you what needed to be worked out. Worked out in them what needed to be worked out. And you don't even know what God was doing. You just try why? This said person separate from me. I don't understand. I thought we were cool. I mean, I know we had some disagreements, but I didn't know it was going to go like that. And so you have to have God's perspective. And all you got to do is wait. God was doing what he needed to do, what was the best thing for you and that person and whomever group of people so that you everything the 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 God's purpose will be fulfilled I think about what I went through when it came to and I'm gonna be transparent for you guys on this when it came to my church when it came to me being a teacher for you church nobody was in the building it was just me this computer and teaching everybody was gone everybody was at home everybody was watching there were the way that the pandemic was handled. I've told you enough how I felt about it and how I disliked certain ways to be handled. But God showed me something in that time. He showed me that you understand that in this process, because it was a process, understand where you are, where I placed you. I placed you in a position to teach not only to the youth, but also to the adults. The adults see you teaching. The kids see you teaching. Your pastor sees you teaching. And then now, coming up to this year in January, he gave me a, 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 the opportunity to give a sermon to my church just by what I've been doing in the past two years of being available, being able to teach, being in position, focus on where he's taking me, what God's taking me, and just do. See, while I was being upset about certain things that was happening, God was like, I got a different plan. I got the plan actually for you. I just need you to obey and continue to love on your church members, continue to love on the people around you and, and love me and do what you called to do. And so in that position and just being obedient now that God has elevated me to actually give a sermon at my church. Who saw that coming? Only but God, because I did not. I did not see 2022, I would be giving a sermon at my church. I did not see that happening, whether it's been two years now that I've been teaching the youth, or actually three years now, I've been teaching the youth of my church. Three years now, just being obedient. And God has moved what needed to be moved and filled me with the topics that needed to be taught to, to be in a position to love on the kids. And now I'm always praying for them, teaching to them, and being available to them. Even so, even at my job, teenagers, 15, 17, 14, being able, for 15, being able to love on them. If you just stay in the, in the lane that God has placed you in, you will be fine. Because while you're being obedient, while you're being focused and being in the lane that he wants you to be on, just imagine what he's doing around you. You don't, you can't, you, you can't imagine what all God's doing. So when he showed me that about that time in the church and, and still going now, it's like, you're right. There is a lot going on that I may not understand. And it's not meant for me to understand at all. It's not meant for us to understand everything that God is doing because you can't just do whatever he has called you to do and be obedient by it. And then you watch God move. See, I got bright again. And then you see how God <laughs> moves. 
in your situation and things will work out for your good as it always has. So we get caught up in our own mindset thinking that we're going uh, or we're not going in the right direction when God is just saying, my son, my daughter, just do what I've called you to do. Don't worry about this thing here. Don't worry about this opportunity. Don't worry about this task. Do what I called you to do right now. And watch as God moves this. Watch as God blesses this. Watch as God operates as he's always been. Just do what you're called to do. If you can't, <laughs> see, this is why I like, this is why I like God right here. Let me go to the scripture because I want to share this one. If, if you can't, because he got this to me, was it today? No, nah, it was yesterday. He got me this, got me to the scripture in Luke chapter 16, verses uh, 10. It says this, whoever can be trusted with small things can also be trusted with big things. Whoever is dishonest with little things will be dishonest with big things. If you cannot be trusted with worldly riches, you will not understand. You will not be trusted with the true riches. And if you cannot be trusted with the things that belong to someone else, you will not be given anything of your own. See, if you can't serve with the little things that God gave you, how can God trust you with the big things? That's all I'm trying to get out of. That's why I'm laughing because he just guided me to this yesterday. If God, if you are uh, faithful with the little things, then God will bless you with the many. He will bless you with that because he knows you. He can trust you with those things. So when I speak this, I think about what I just told you. This is a little thing right now. This opportunity, there might not be any people in the room, but he can trust you with this. He can trust you with giving people encouragement. He can trust you in whatever he's called you to do. So don't worry, worry about the money. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about who said what. You focus on what God called you to do and you do it. Point blank, period. You do it. Don't worry about all that other miscellaneous stuff. Because at the end of the day, did you do what God called you to do? That's the big question right there. Did you do what God called you to do? That's all that matters. Your purpose. And so when God sees that and when he says it's time, then he will make your territory bigger and large and ready to go to the next stage. But even then, you don't worry about it. Because when he does that, then you'll be ready. Then you'll be equipped. Then your mindset will be straight. Your perspective will be straight saying that I can handle this. I was not worrying about this next step because all of just trying to do what he called me to do right now. So what am I trying to say? Don't worry about the next step. Just do what you do right now. Don't worry about all that other stuff. Just do what you do right now and just wait. Until God does whatever's next. Now I need you to go in this position. Now I need you to go in that direction. Now I need you to do all that other stuff. But your mindset shouldn't even be on that. It's just, I'm going to do whatever God wants me to do right now. And that's where it should be. So I know he He shifted. <laughs> God, you shifted. He shifted, but it was, it was for a reason. That's why you got to continue to show love and continue to stay in your lane. And wherever he takes you, show love. Whatever he does and commands you to do, you focus on that thing and you continue to focus on it and do it. Don't worry about all that other stuff. If you're trying to outreach God's lane that he got in your and got you in, then you're going to trip yourself up and he's going to take you right back to square one because you missed it. I didn't want you to go there. I wanted you to stay right where you at. I needed you to build up in this area. To see that I can trust you with this little thing, now I'm going to enlarge your territory for this thing or the next thing. But even that, your mindset wasn't even focused on that. It would just do what I've called you to do. That's where we need to be. That's how it should be. And so, man, that, that was good. I, I didn't know how God was going to go in this direction this evening. But for real, man, just... Just just, just focus on him. I always go back to God. Focus on him as we should. We should always go back to God. Our focus should always be on the Lord and Jesus Christ. 
It should always be on what he wants us to do. Never about. So when it comes to, thank you, Lord. So when it comes to people that displease you or discourage you or anger you or whatnot, that's why he says that we should love one another as we love ourselves. You don't know why God allowed certain certain people to go their certain way or go whatever they do. Continue to pray for that person. You can love from afar. You can love from afar. Oh, it'll be more than six feet. <laughs> you can love from afar. It's okay. You're still showing love. You're still praying for that person. You might not talk to them. That's okay. It might not be the season for that. You just pray. You just trust in God that he will do what needs to be done to help that person. It may be a time of separation. It may be a time of just praying. And then God will order their steps, order your steps to meet back in the middle whenever the right time is supposed to be. But at least you did right by showing love and allowing God to guide you into doing what you should have, what you needed to be doing for that time. So, man, I'm so grateful for this message. This is, ooh, we, this is, this is a blessing. This is a blessing. I'm looking at comments now, but this is a blessing. Uh, let's go into prayer. Lord God, I just thank you this evening for this message. I thank you for the topic about showing love. I thank you, Lord, for even the, the shift you made, that we should just continue to stay in our lane, continue to just focus on the little things, the things that you gave us in, in our possession so that we can do it. And then, Lord God, you will take it wherever it needs to go and enlarge our territory at the time that you want it to be done. Father God, just help us to keep our mind focused and stayed on you and whatever we do. Because at the end of the day, it's all about what you want from us. At the end of the day, you got so much going on around us that we don't even know. And we don't even have to worry about or think about. Just do whatever you want us to do. And we will understand over time or whenever you want us to know that why you wanted us to do what you wanted us to do. I just pray that someone got this uh, tonight, this evening, to just love. And by loving, abiding in what you want us to do. Just do your will. Love on one another. No matter how far apart they've gotten from you or far apart they've gotten from us, just continue to love on them. As scripture said, love covers a multitude of sin. Scripture says that you are a God of love. So we must continue to walk in love. Walk in the ways that you called us to walk and do what you called us to do. Lord God, I, again, I ask, I prayed for it earlier, but you forgive us for our sins. Forgive us for, be, for, for being unloving. Forgive us for being um, just cut, cutting people off. Forgive us for being so angry, irate. Forgive us for being sinful, cussing people out. Forgive us for blocking calls or blocking messages or muting messages or muting calls, Lord God. Forgive us for the do not disturb, but <laughs> forgive us, Lord God, for just cutting people off. When you wanted us to approach them in love because you knew that we could go a route that most wouldn't in the way of love, Lord God, and just being there for the person. Who knows, only you, what would happen if we just take that step and just love on our, and on our family member, love on our friend, love on our strangers whoever they may be, because you have an opportunity to show yourself through us to them. Ooh, thank you, God. And so we must be able to be open to whenever, God, you move in our lives and, and, and bring people around us for people to see the love of God in us, to know that we're not here to judge. We're not here to bash. We're here to show God. We're here to show Jesus. And we pray that one day you will accept Jesus into your heart. We pray that you come back to the Lord since you walked away. We pray that you come back to, uh, to the Lord and see the love that he always had. It wasn't about so-and-so. Their intentions were negative. Their intentions was to hurt. Their intentions was destroy. But God's intentions were to always love you. And so I pray, Father God, that they will see your love whether it be through this message, whether it be through whomever this is for, that they display it correctly, your love 
as it should be in Jesus' name. Lord God, I pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Woo. Amen, man. I can't even see my little comment thing. It just went away. <laughs> Get your hands out of my pocket. Oh, Bo, you funny, man. <laughs> Look, I want, then, then why I'm even looking at the conversation. I was just looking at what God, whatever God wanted me to talk about. Have a good night, my mother. I, I see your comment there at all, like three minutes ago. Okay, what are you seeing here? Oh, that was you. Okay, yeah, it kind of cut me off right there. All right, y'all. Well, I believe I did pretty good tonight. Um, it's not too late if this is you. We have a Savior who died on the cross for our sins. His name is Jesus. Ask him for forgiveness. If you want to be saved, then read Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10. I'm not a minister. I'm not a pastor. I'm Earl Hoodie, a soldier in the army of the Lord. We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? Hoodie out. Say yes. What to do? Teach them, teach them, teach them, teach them what to do. Yeah, poverty must die. Justice must reign. Fight the sky, set us free. You and me, you and me. Tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them what to do. Teach them, teach them, teach them what to do. Yeah, poverty must die. Justice must reign. Fight the sky, set us free. We've been the right body, died in the pain Swimming and kicking the body to hear Struggle the life to breathe again Loading the price of women indeed Dumping the bodies and dying in the bush I thought you married a really man I thought was the man that I thought was Only married a bully man Laying your hand, the woman is bad Look at the shame, look at the picture you put on your face Putting your children and women at risk Physical, mental, and verbally Your children and women abuse I feel like you're killing myself I'm having a lot of stress